She's Robin. She's Alex. And this is Coworkers Killing Time. And here we talk about everything. Enjoy! This is episode 23 of Coworkers Killing Time. And this week is our Around the Water Cooler episode. So this should be, I think, our third Around the Water Cooler episode. I think so. So we have some mm. current events from around the country and some pop culture things and all sorts of fun stuff. And we do have one true crime thing as well um, because it's in the town that I live in. So yes. that's been a huge deal in our state. Indeed. It so totally has. All right, well, what do you want to get started with? Well, there's just so much going on in the world right now. <laughs> Let's see. I, I, we were going to talk about this last week, but it's it's still current. But the mask mandates that have been left in, in our town is a big oh, deal. Oh, yes. That's mm-hmm. something that we have discussed a few times Yeah, you know, since our last episode recorded. So that's kind of a big deal. Um, yes, no more masks at school in Connecticut, which is really nice. It's been weird. And I will tell you that I went to a store over the weekend and a ton of people still had their masks on. Yeah. So then I start thinking, oh, maybe I should start wearing my mask again. But I feel so free that I was like, oh, I don't have to wear a mask because I've yeah. had COVID twice. <laughs> I've been boosted and, you know, vaccinated. So, but I, I don't know, I might. I might wear it in certain stores. See, but that's been my thing since the beginning of getting vaccinated. Like, I didn't get vaccinated to wear a mask, so I just go everywhere and don't wear one because I'm like, well, I'm fine, so whatever. Um, So that's, I mean, that hasn't been different for me. It's just for the kids. Like, they were so excited to not be wearing them. Yes, and even even my son was a little concerned the first day because he's (laughs) like, I'm not going to be the only one to not wear one if everybody else is wearing one. So, but... Everybody was not wearing one. Right, so of course. They're all, they're I think they're excited. all sick of it. They're all, and he didn't have to wear it for hockey, you know, right. for like his last game. Yep. So they was, didn't have to wear it for their last basketball awesome. game. So that was nice. I mean, not that they wore them correctly for basketball ever. They'd be like on their nose, under their chin. They just oh, wouldn't yeah. pull it up and they'd yeah. start playing and nobody would correct them. Right. Because it's little kids like... Yeah. <laughs> So I right. think everybody was just like, nah, let him be. Caden had a, an actual clear, like, like a spit guard mm-hmm. that he wore. And for a while he was wearing the masks and that was hard for him to see the puck because if you can imagine trying to look right. straight down with something on your face. So then we found this thing at Pure Hockey and it, it's like a, just a, a clear cover mm-hmm. basically that that they allowed and then a couple of other teammates got it so that made a huge difference oh that's where good. he could actually see what he was doing right still a pain so now he doesn't even have that so he's good <laughs> it's all good better and i think we would be you know a little remiss if we did not mention that there's a war going on right now yes and we don't have to get into it or anything but you know that's happening it so, definitely is. We've had a few discussions about that around the water cooler. Yeah, for sure. I just people's reactions to it are interesting mm-hmm. because, and it's only been going on for a few weeks at this point, and just yeah. the change. And the, I'm not saying anything either way of what I think, but the change in people from being like, "Oh, everyone supports Ukraine," to now people coming out and being like, "Oh, Ukraine is doing it to themselves," and. Uh, there was that lawmaker from North Carolina saying that the president of Ukraine is like a thug oh, and yeah. all this stuff. And I was just like, where is this coming from? Because yeah. it seems like the message that America is sending is like, hey, we're here for you, we're with Ukraine. You. Yep. Like, this is unprovoked. Right. And then there's certain lawmakers. And I would just like to say, I'm not saying like, oh, I feel like blah. I'm saying, where is the news source that's coming from that's providing this information? Because I'm starting to see people I'm friends with saying these same things. And I'm like, I'm not seeing this anywhere. Yeah, no. And I look in many different news sources. Like I listen to podcasts that are news podcasts, yeah. um, NPR Yes, sometimes MSNBC, but also I check what Fox News is saying just to see, like, what are both sides saying? Yeah. Because where is this coming from? And I can't find where this is coming from. So I think that that's something important is to note that this shift is starting to take place. And it seems along specific political lines. 
And it's just something that I want to watch. And that's why I want to bring that up. Right. Not so much to be like, I'm against this person or whatever. Right. Just to be like, hey, this is the turning point where this is starting to happen. Let's see if this develops into something bigger. Yeah. Well, I will watch from afar from that. You know, I don't I don't see a lot of you and I have different friends on Facebook. Yeah. I think, and you know, I don't see a ton. I see some. Right. Of that. I have a very stuff, mixed but... Facebook feed. I have very ultra-liberal people. I have very ultra-conservative people. And then I have more people like what I call myself, it, where I'm a moderate. Like, yep. I'm very in the middle on a lot of my things. There's certain things that I'm like, ooh, pretty liberal about. And certain things that I'm pretty conservative about um, all the time. But it's very, it's a very interesting, stark difference to see the two factions and like how this even becomes political. And I just want to say one thing, and this might, people might take this politically if you're listening to this, but when did the United States become the center of the world? Cause it's not the amount of people yeah. who are like, Oh, this is all happening because of the United yeah. States or the gas prices are insane. And it's only oh. in the United States and it's not all of this is happening all around the world. Right. This conflict is going to affect our stock market, but also other countries, our yes. gas prices, but also other countries. And it's just weird to see people being like, America could have stopped this. We have nothing to do with it. And I think for once in our lives as a country, us staying to ourselves, yep. but offering support yes. is the best thing to do. I agree. Because it's just like, What? We're not the sun. We're not the center of the solar systems. We're just a country. Right. I think a lot of people believe that we are. And, well, and that's the thing. It, it's just crazy because I keep seeing like, and again, it's both sides being like, oh, we should do this. We need to help more. We need to do this because we're America. We should have stopped this because we're America. And it's like, we need to stop being like, we're the best. Let's get involved. Right. And and I think we've gotten ourselves into trouble, you know, many right. times over the right. years. And even trying to help. Involving ourselves into shit that just doesn't have anything to do with us. Again, and I'm not saying like even wartime things. It's like even when we try to help some. Yeah. Sometimes it's worse. Right. So let's just do what we're yep. doing, watch it from afar, and lend what help we can, yes. but not go in there like, we're the best, we're the greatest, right. we're going to rule, rule the world, because that just gets us in trouble right. all the time. Because no Russia's doing that right now, so Exactly. Let them, and let them. we don't want to be the bully. We don't want to be the bully. Everyone already thinks we are right, the yeah. bully. Sometimes we are, but let's <laughs> Oh, not. yeah. Can we not but be? Can we not assert ourselves into this situation, yep. and it will be great. I agree. So yes, that is going on. So that's a big that's a big news story. Yes. And for another sure. really enormously huge news story mm-hmm. is Tom Brady oh, yes. coming out of retirement. Yeah. I so told you my thoughts big about deal that today. In Connecticut, I think, because we're in Patriots Nation here. Right. So very I'm, big deal. I'm not a Patriots fan. And I'm also not a Tom Brady fan. He's a great football player. And I am both. <laughs> He's a yeah. great football player, but I think it's like just retire if you're going to retire. And it's just weird timing for all these announcements. Like they didn't make the Super Bowl and then he's like, I'm going to retire. So the focus stays on him throughout the Super Bowl. And now these two months have gone by and he's like, Haha, I'm not retiring. So it's like that seems a little like calculated right. by your agents to keep you in the news and maybe get Tampa Bay to be like, hey, here's some more money or whatever it was to make him come back. You know, you have, I don't know. I have to, somebody had recently told me, I really can't remember who it was. I feel like it was my husband, but that they had read an inter- an interview about him. And basically this man lives, breathes, and sleeps football. Oh. Like, he doesn't know how to do anything else. He's been offered like commentator jobs, yeah. allegedly. And he's just not... And I'm sure right. he will at some point, but he doesn't know how to not do football. I right. bet it's almost like he's going to have to like wind himself OCD down, though, because know, he's be 60. older than yeah, me by that. a lot. So it's like you can't yeah. be play- like people my that. age are retiring from football right. in their late 30s. Yeah. So it's like eventually there's going to be some sort there of decline. For whatever reason. He's pulling it off. I don't know. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm impressed with he, him. He so. is for sure. It is impressive. But it's like, I, I figured he was retiring to go out on top. And then it's like, just kidding. I'm coming back again. <laughs> just going to And it's it like, again. okay. Yeah. Well, and I don't think... I don't know. I have so to. I wish him the best. I wish. I hope that it's not like some sort of lackluster season after that, yeah. because that would suck to be like, I'm coming back. And then it's like not what he envisioned it to be. Right. I don't. And I honestly, I don't think it's motivated by money or at least completely motivated by money. Right. He already has more money than. 
Oh, I, I know. I think it really is life. like how much can he accomplish, and I that's do. why I'm saying I hope it's not like, hey, you are older. There is some sort of like something happens or right. he gets hurt because yeah. that would be even worse too yeah. it's not like he's never been hurt he was hurt one season when we were younger and couldn't play for a yeah. while so i hope none of that happens i think he's trying to break all the records oh i'm honestly sure. or maybe did somebody come close yeah no he he's probably like mm, i'm i'm gonna keep going you guys oh, are yeah, not, you sure. guys are not gonna come close to my record right so. and i'm sure he's like oh i need to get as many super bowls as possible if i can yeah. so that no one can beat it because there are younger quarterbacks that are continuously getting along the playoffs very far and doing well like patrick mahomes is very young yeah and he's been back every time so it's like oh somebody's gonna get you one day they will. so they're you gonna... want to set apart the they're gonna come and get you but that's just genetics. I feel like yes. every generation is a little bit better than the last somehow. Yes. Maybe not intelligence-wise, but, but athletically and physically. Indeed. And a funny story about that was there was um, our lo- one of our local news stations went to our local Dunkin' Donuts in my town. And my son, my 25-year-old, Brendan, who, ne- who never used to like be up and out early, today he was up and out early we didn't really have any coffee, so my mom was going to make another pot. He was like, uh, I'm going to go. I feel like going to Dunkin'. So he goes to Dunkin' Donuts with a hoodie, sweatpants, his male Uggs, you know, whatever, rolling out of bed. And he still looks handsome as heck. You okay. Know? And, he, and he comes home. He's like, Mom, the news was there. I was, I'm going to be on TV. I'm like, what? <laughs> of course, only happens to him. Crazy of course. stuff. But yeah, he was interviewed about Tom Brady. <laughs> like, how do you feel about Tom Brady coming back? You know, it was really right. cute. He's and like, and you, you said that he's, like, not really into, no. like, football. Oh, oh he's, he's not into a, football. He's not a Patriots fan. He's a Ravens fan. Yes, that's right. So he said that. He goes, as a Ravens fan, even, you know, right. even though I'm not yeah. a Patriots fan, you got to give the man. Right. Like, I mean, props. he's he's fabulous. He's a great football player, but it's like, okay, Brett Favre it. Jr., keep yeah, coming right. out of retirement. Yeah, so I wonder how many times he'll do that. And I wonder what happened at home. Did she just say, oh, my God, get your ass well, to work because you're driving it's me crazy? It's weird, too, because before he was retiring, he was talking about how she wanted him to retire because she's been so nervous about watching him, sure. like, possibly get injured on yeah. the field and being worried about things like that. But then it's like he's coming back. And I did see... um like, she had posted something, Giselle had posted something on Twitter, like, saying, oh, congratulations on coming back. And then his ex-girlfriend, Bridget Moynihan, who he yeah. has his older son with, said, oh, I'm so excited. I didn't know what I was going to do on Sundays without you. Like, that's, yeah. and I, I really think that that's admirable in a Hollywood-type relationship because sure. she is a famous yeah. actress and he is obviously the most famous football player sure. ever, probably. Yeah. Um, and they have like a cohesive parenting relationship. It's pretty awesome. So yeah, that's pretty I think good. That's pretty cool. All right. So what do you have? Because that's about okay. it for. So I have for my true crime case. So um, in Ellington, Connecticut, there has been this case going on since December twenty third, two thousand fifteen, and I'm just gonna lightly touch on it because we are going to do a full true crime episode on I this. Look forward to like it. literally, that's all the episode is going to be about because I have a lot of resource um, and research subjects for this. But uh, Rick or Richard, it's been both in articles debate who is accused of murdering his wife, Connie, uh, two days before Christmas in 2015. And you may have heard of this case before because it's sometimes referred to as the Fitbit murder because she was killed and he said, oh, people broke into our house. And we'll get more into detail in their true crime episode, but people broke into our house and tied me up and killed her. But the time that he said that all of this happened she was out like walking or something or working out because her Fitbit data proved that her heart was beating during the time that he said, Oh, she was dead already. Wow. So that's part of this. But as we get into the case, um, more and more things just point towards this is the worst possible cover up of you murdering somebody that there ever could have been. Like, I don't know anybody in the whole area of our towns who thinks that this guy did not do it wow no one everyone thinks like oh he definitely did it he needs justice and again 
2015 this happened. And the reason that this is current events is because the trial is finally happening. They selected jurors. It's supposed to start happening sometime in April. Wow. So with that happening, I do want to do... Uh, a reporting true crime on all of that. We'll have a part one that tells about the crime and what happened, and then we'll wait a little while, and as the trial progresses, we can update it with a part two. Yeah. So, that's really interesting, interesting stuff. But, I mean, I have some pretty, like, close ties behind the scenes with this. One of our old co-workers was actually his backyard neighbor. So, oh. he was like, oh, it's really creepy. Like, because the house is are abutting up to each other. So they'd be out on their deck and then see him out on the deck. And the wife was like, oh, this is creepy because like, you definitely know this dude did it. Yeah. And he's just there living his life. He's been out. He's not in jail. He's been out on like bond and just. Was he like a member? Living his uh, life. Like a prominent member of the town before this happened? You know, I didn't know anything about him before this happened. For the wrong reason, but I'm saying before. He was was like a professional guy guy, and they had like decent money, I guess. But then when you look into it, maybe they didn't. Okay. So, and maybe that's a motive. But again, we'll get into all this during the um, true crime episode on this. But I just wanted to bring it up because it is such a prolific thing in our town right now. Everyone's talking about it. The news is constantly talking about it because so many people are waiting for this to go to trial and so many people just won't forget it. Yeah. Because it's not right. And they did have two sons together who are still alive and around. So I think they were like my kids' ages when it happened, maybe a little older. So they're like in middle school and high school now. Oh boy. So it's got to be a tough time to go through all this. And he does have another child, at least one more. Um, with a different woman, so yeah, he's got kids out there in the world who I don't know. It's a whole thing, but yeah, so that is fun. going on. Uh, be on the lookout for that episode coming up because it's very interesting and just really sad. Um, I do have some pop culture things too. I also wrote Tom Brady not retiring, <laughs> but I have uh, today. I saw that Dolly Parton has withdrawn herself from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction because she doesn't feel like she deserves it. And if that's not just Dolly Parton as a person for all of the things she does for the world, like she has her book company that sends books to children for free, and she just is so good about giving back to people. And it's like the fact that she thinks she doesn't deserve that when she's a musical icon is insane. She's pretty amazing to, to, she said she didn't want the vote split or something. Right. Cause so she, she didn't was just going to remove she thought herself. That she didn't deserve it. And she thought that others could get in. So that was pretty things that you don't really see in Hollywood is people being like selfless for others to get ahead and achieve stuff. So I just thought that that was really nice. She's, she's one of a kind for sure. For sure. Love so, it. do you want to do one of yours? Um, yeah. You know, uh, this was, I think, maybe a week and a half ago. Okay. Or something like that. But it kind of totally freaked me out about the FDA issues warning after Family Dollar Distribution Center found infested with rodents. Ew. Did you hear this? No. Okay. But I believe it. So. Because it's Family Dollar. The, U- <laughs> the U.S. Food and Drug Administration... Issued or is warning consumers about potentially contaminated. This is where you lose me, right? Food, yeah, as you can imagine. Okay, lipstick, okay, gross, ew, and other products from Family Dollar stores in six southern states following a major rodent infestation at one of its distribution centers. Well, the good thing is that we're in a northern yeah, so state, so I don't not think us. it's going to affect us. But I don't, we don't, I don't even know if we have a Family Dollar around here. We go to the Dollar General. We That's do too, we but go. I think we do. I think there's one in Vernon, and I think oh, okay. the one in Wellington might be Family Dollar, but maybe that's okay. not general. So, live rodents, dead rodents in various stages of decay, Gross. rodent feces and urine, evidence of gnawing, nesting, and rodent odors, dead birds and bird droppings were found inside the Family Dollar Distribution Center in Arkansas during an inspection in January. So, I'm just saying... Stay away from there for a little while. I don't know. That sounds horrifying to me. I feel like a lot of those warehouses, though, that happens. So the fact that it's, like, newsworthy, there had to be a lot. A lot, yes. I mean, I think it was thousands. Gross. Oh, yeah. More than 2,000 rodents were collected. And then the birds, it's like... But that was, like, What are you doing? Just leaving the, like, bay doors open all the time? I know. What is happening? 
It's disgusting. Or is the like, is it a dilapidated shack warehouse that you're keeping all this stuff in? I don't know. It's upsetting though. Rodent contamination may cause salmonella and infectious diseases, which may pose greatest risk to infants, children, and pregnant women. Well, that's and the elderly. That's a yucky one. So, I mean, mine's kind of yucky too, but it's also (laughs) kind of weird. Okay. Because why? Um, so this is Denver, Colorado, and the headline is, A box of human heads was stolen from a Denver, Colorado <laughs> box truck. What? Yes. What? So the truck was broken into between 2.30 p.m. and 9.30 a.m. on March 2nd uh, and March 3rd. So 2.30 p.m. March 2nd and 9.30 a.m. March 3rd. So a dolly was stolen off the truck, and on the dolly was a box labeled exempt human specimen and the box was full of heads meant for medical research oh my god so the box was part of the science care program which donates bodies to science for research which so i listen to the wine and crime podcast and the girls on that always talk about how they want to donate their bodies to science because and they had a whole episode about it actually and i didn't really know anything about it but they do if you if your body's donated to science they do eventually give it back to your family like whatever sort of way you want it, like buried or cremated. I think mostly cremated because there's probably not too much left. Sure. But whatever is left, it does come back to your family. But if your head was stolen, yikes. My. I I sure hope it was like a refrigerated box. I I think it was because I think that's what it was all. Well, a human head weighs eight pounds. We all learned that from Jerry Maguire, right? Yes. So I don't know how many heads were in the box. It didn't say. Um, but it's also, and then it goes on to say that no leads have arisen on who may have taken the box. So they never found it or anything. But also. No, that's just, no. I, this just, there's just so many questions of, did the people think that they were stealing something worth something? Like, they're like, ooh, refrigerated truck. Is it like steaks? Like, oh imagine God. if you thought it was no. like food oh. or something that you were going to like sell and make money on. Not that you couldn't sell heads if it was like black market people, I'm guessing. But I'm just saying, like, imagine thinking it was going to be something great and then you open it and it's oh, heads no no, no. <laughs> i mean at that you point it really serves it you right right that's does. you deserve it, it no does. you cannot give you it back you say you can't you have try to, to find the rightful owner somewhere. so <laughs> that's terrifying yes yeah, so that somebody was, else will find it oh no yeah so i don't know maybe they dumped it maybe they didn't i don't know what they're doing with it hopefully it's not like an ed kemper situation because that would be disgusting i'm really upset about that that's just <laughs> that's, that's terrible um, I have a little heartwarming story. Okay. Well, should I do the sad story first? Um, no. either one. My next story is very funny. It's only funny. It's not gross or, or like morbid at all. It's just funny. <laughs> okay. So whichever one you feel. Okay. Let's do the bad one first. And okay. And then, then we can be more lighthearted after that. But so they're saying that, um, fentanyl was blamed for a West Point cadet overdoses in Florida. Did you, did you hear this one? No. So... A bunch of, I think it was five or six cadets went down to Florida for spring break and did some coke. Of course. And it was laced with fentanyl. Oh, jeez. And then they were, you know, ODing. And then two more cadets, I believe, were attempting CPR on two people. And then they were overcome and then hospitalized. And it's like because because it's it's so so strong. Yes, exactly. And so now there's like a whole bunch. I think there's five of them. Weirdly, I couldn't find. I did like see one headline earlier today that said that one or two of them have died. Okay. But I couldn't find another story about that. So I don't know. I know that they were hospitalized. I don't know if they're dead or not, but um, pretty terrible, and uh, one person was already arrested in connection with the overdoses. That's like, awful. Yeah. But at least so, they can trace it and get the people who are doing it. Can I just say, stop doing cocaine, <laughs> you know, because honestly, you don't know what the hell you're doing. Right. You don't know what you're doing. And it's like, it. this terrifies me as a parent, you know, yeah. it really scares me that... And I know, like, even my parents, I think, would say, you know, like, drugs these days aren't what they used to be. Like, pot now, you know, like, in their day, like, in the yeah. 80s, it isn't what it was in the 60s. Yeah. I think it was probably somewhat benign as far as being laced right. with things yeah. in the 60s. In the 80s, I don't know. I I never had a fear of the six times that I smoked pot that I was going to die <laughs> from it. Right? Yeah, no, I wasn't a big fan of I just didn't like it. I didn't, yeah. It didn't have the effect on me that it apparently had on my mom and dad because they were 
stoners. And um, so I just didn't really like it. But I never thought, oh, if I do this, I'm going to die. Right. And now it's just like it's every, it's all over the place. What is it with this fentanyl I did crap? eat What's an edible and thought I was going to die. But really? it's because I overdosed you myself. And you and a weed overdose is just a panic attack on steroids. Right. So that was kind of a, a tense subject and a tense day. Yeah. So I, because I get really bad periods, um, I had a prescription for, like, uh, prescription painkillers from mm-hmm. my doctor. But I don't like taking them. No. Because, as you know, I'm allergic to, like, every painkiller. Mm-hmm. So it really didn't help anything. Um so people were like, oh, you should try edibles because that would help. And it did help really well. But then I took, went to eat one and I ate a chocolate and I ate like the whole chocolate and I probably should have cut it in half. Yeah. And I was fine. And then all of a sudden I was like laughing uncontrollably about nothing. And that's when my husband was like, oh, God, this is not <laughs> this is going to be really bad. <clears throat> and then um, maybe like a few hours later, I w- was like having an intense panic attack and oh, telling no. my husband I thought he was trying to kill me. Oh, like, gosh. So that was tough. He was like, you need to just go to sleep. You need to go to sleep because once you wake up, you'll be fine. I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna wake up. My heart is racing. So it was a very like bad time. Oh, that's sketchy. But that was the only bad experience I've ever had. Okay. And I would never do anything else, like anything yeah. super hard like that. Because you can't trust anything like no. that. No, and that's frightening. And I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Oh, Did you eventually like, go to sleep? And- <laughs> clearly, because it was like five or six years ago, so it's not like it was did recently. It, what I mean is, did it keep you up like late? Were you? No, I eventually, I kept myself up until I physically couldn't anymore, and then I just fell asleep. Okay. And then I woke up and I was fine. Okay. Oof. Well, because. And unlike you when you're drunk, you remembered you're everything that happened. Sure. You remembered the whole time yeah. of being like, ah! Did you have... <laughs> Like, subsequent anxiety from that? No. Okay, good. No, I. it was just Dan and I, so we were laughing about, like, how stupid I was being, like... Well... But you can't help it, because in the moment, you really think, like, oh, I'm gonna die. My heart is, like, beating out of my chest, and it probably... Like, I didn't have a Fitbit or anything back then. Yeah. So it probably was, like, maybe five beats higher, and right. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God! Yeah, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're okay, and you woke up fine the next morning. Yes, I did. Okay. So my story is, a North Carolina woman is fighting the DMV in North Carolina to keep the license plate fart. Okay. <laughs> Her name is Carly Cindy of Asheville, North Carolina, and she applied for and received the license plate in October of 2021 for her pickup truck. So in February, she received a letter from the state um, that complaint that complaints had been made against her license plate. Wow. Which, again, you have nothing better to do than know, call really. the DMV and be like, Hi, somebody has the license plate fart and I don't like it. It's not like she has the license plate fuck. Like, right. You fart, everybody knows what that is, even little kids. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand the complaints, but okay. So, in order to keep the plate, the DMV told her she had to write a letter stating why the license plate was important to her. Oh, no. So, she... No, this is actually, like genius and very like enterprising so she and some of her friends founded the friends of Asheville recreational trails fart oh my god the group now has a website its own merchandise and 15 members came to their initial meeting so she's awaiting the response still from the dmv but they did set up like a functioning group they have a newsletter a website there's lots of people signed up for the newsletter i'm sure after the article i read there's even more that's hilarious so i thought that was I thought that was good. So you know how we all have words that we don't like? Yeah. Right? Like a lot of people have a problem with the word moist. Yes. Which I don't. It doesn't right. bother me. Mm-hmm. The word panties bothers me. Okay. But the word fart is like, you will never hear me say that again. <laughs> That'll be like the one and only time. So when my boys were little, and even to this day, it's just pass gas. That's all that okay, we Okay, but why? I don't like the word. I just don't <laughs> like it. So I don't... So would you be a Karen and call the DMV? I would not be a Karen and call <laughs> okay. the DMV. I would live and let live. Right, But I would exactly. just make, I would probably make like saying. a little like, face like, why? But like, you don't what? like the word, but you wouldn't call the no. DMV because it's the word fart. So like, who, who are these people that are complaining and, like, why know. does it matter in the scheme of your life what somebody else's car I says? I think we have all in our lifetime seen 
license plates that you're just like, uh, what? You know, yes. but that's yes. it. That's like, where it ends. There's like overtly sexual license plates yes. out there. And my kids will be like reading them and be like, what's that? And we're like, um, I don't know. Yeah. And then like, you just, you, you don't, just I don't going. call the DMV and be like, hello, <laughs> yeah, I need this I'm, plate I'm retracted offended. because my children saw it on the highway. I'm so offended. So yeah, I just gosh. thought that that was a funny that's one. And really funny. I feel like knowing my husband and how he is, if that was his license plate, he would have done the same thing sure. and organized some oh, sort yeah. of group and all his friends would have come yeah. and they would have like, but they probably would have gotten down to the DMV with their matching shirts on to be like, we're yeah. keeping it. Look at our group. The thing is, somebody thought it was okay. Somebody approved it. Right. So you're going to let a few people who are offended yep. by the word. I mean, it's not like the C word. I can see not allowing the C word on the license exactly. plate. Exactly. I would hope else, so. But, but who knows? It feels like maybe in 20 years, the C word will be on a license plate. Just be plate everywhere. All over the place. With the I rate guess. we're going. I guess it could be. But again, speaking of that, though, I do have something to bring up. I didn't yes. write this down. But we had talked about this. So the movie Turning Red came out uh, on Friday. Yes. And yep. I had been talking with some friends about it because we watched it with our boys. Literally, I saw nothing wrong with it. Okay. Um, it's about a 13-year-old girl going through puberty. A lot of people, I think, wrote reviews without watching it and just basing off of what other people were saying. Because I've seen that she was giving rides to boys at a party and what did that mean it was a sexual innuendo no they're 13 and she turns into a giant red panda so she was picking the kids up and putting them on her shoulders and like dancing that's the ride okay like it's a disney movie everyone so like what what do you think is happening and then i saw somebody be like oh my god they're equating turning into the red panda to getting your period and saying that your period is like a monster to be afraid of which no they weren't and they very clearly define that in the movie like her mom tries to give her pads and like tampons and stuff and she's like no that's not what's happening what are you doing like they clearly say like this is not what's happening in the movie yeah and then the most about your period no oh oh my gosh yes if you know any of the stuff that you read out there no it's a it's literally the reason they turn into red pandas is because back in the ancient Chinese times in China, one of their ancestors had made a deal with the spirit of a red panda to become a red panda to defend her village from invaders. Okay. That has nothing to do with getting your period. So that's why they all get this like superwoman power thing. Okay. So, okay. So there's that. The most ridiculous thing I saw, I think, was that it's demon worshiping. Okay. Because they go and do a, um, like spiritual thing in the forest, people were saying that it's demon worshiping and it's anti-Christian. And I think that's crazy because just because it's another culture that's different from ours. And at one point in the movie, they do say, cause they own a temple in Toronto and they give tours of it. They're like in our culture. Yeah. We don't celebrate one God. We celebrate our ancestors and right. people had such a problem with that. And again, I'm going to bring it back to what I said in the beginning of the episode. America and also the Catholic religion, since that's a worldwide religion and the Christianity as a whole, are not the only things in the world. So I think being like, this is demonic, I'm blocking my children from it. You're hiding behind the fact that, no, you're blocking your children from it because it's not what you believe. Right. And then the last argument I saw, which is also ridiculous... Was that if you let your kids watch this movie, they're going to learn to be defiant towards you. Okay. And to that I have to say, isn't that the lesson of every Disney movie? It sure is. Because growing up, I was born in 1985. The Little Mermaid came out in like 1987. It was my favorite movie. If Ariel is not the most defiant character in the world, she's, what, 14 or 16, runs away from home, defies her dad, gets legs, trades her voice for a man? No, forget that now. Like, I, yes, she's still my favorite, but please, God. Mulan. (laughs) Mulan, yes. She lies to her parents and joins the war. Ariel gets married. Like, the worst thing this girl does is she goes to a concert with her friends and she, like, sneaks out and lies. And again, I don't think that that's a good message. I'm not saying that. But who didn't lie to their parents growing up? No, not one person can be like, I never lied to my parents. Because you lied to your parents to not get in trouble. I never snuck out of my house. I never had to. But I would lie 
to be like, oh, no, I didn't do that or whatever. Yeah. Just because I I didn't want to get in trouble. I could tell you I didn't do that because, well, I just had a different situation. But Right. Well, you didn't have to. I was with my mom and my dad was somewhere else for something. Not like during, I'm talking about the teenage years. So during the height of when people would have to lie. Right. I did not have to lie. Right. Because, yes. It wasn't. I never snuck out of my house. You said it was the divorce era. The divorce era. And you could like do whatever you wanted. whatever the hell I wanted. Really. Within reason. Because I'm still, I was still the mom of the group. Well, and that's much different. (laughs) So people are saying like, this isn't an appropriate movie for kids. One of my friends, actually a few of my friends now have said that they didn't want their kids to see it because it didn't fall in line with the morals of their household. And I have to say, I am not somebody who's teaching my children to defy me. At one point, Camden actually said to me, oh, her mom is being so mean to her. And I said, buddy, is her mom being mean to her or is she not listening to what her mom is asking her to do and just doing what she wants to do? And he's like, oh, no, she is. Yeah. But at the heart of it, and one of my friends actually said this the best, at the heart of it, the thing is, it's bad communication on all sides. The mother's not communicating what she expects to the daughter aside from perfection, which is impossible. Sure. And the daughter's not communicating what's happening in her life to her parents to actually have some sort of open communication. Right. And I think that's the lesson in it. Not defy your parents openly, devil worship, and whatever else people are saying. There's a lot of magical thinking in the world, and I think that this falls under it as as well as what we were talking about earlier. There's just, it's magical thinking or turning something into uh, something that, you know, fits your own narrative, your belief system, or whatever it might be. So the fart license plate and turning red panda, really bad. Yeah, really <laughs> awful. But no, really what I was going to say is look at what happened though. You had you had a dialogue with your son. Right. And it it didn't change your life. It wasn't right. it didn't affect you in a negative right. way. He just said something about the mom being mean, you didn't lose your shit. Right. You didn't ground your kid. It didn't change right. your child or make him become defiant. No, and they didn't watch the movie and then be like, "Oh my god, we're sneaking out on our bikes to we're go become play with our friends." And, like they're yeah. not doing any of that. They thought the panda was cute. My kids are 8 and 6, if you don't know that. They thought the panda was cute. All of the things about the period with the pads and tampons and yeah. like the euphemisms in the beginning when you think like, oh, the red panda means she's getting her period. They don't know that. Like, they don't know what a period is because there's not a female in our house aside from me. And personally, I think they're kind of young to know what any of that is. Right. Well, my my 10-year-old knows. Well, okay, but but I don't think Caleb needs to know in first grade. Nobody's... And when he finds out, it's not a big... You know, it's not going to be like... It isn't a taboo thing. Right. Or it shouldn't be, especially with boys. Well, and I think that's the other part of it, is that it's good to have that conversation, too, because there's people who are grown men who are afraid of tampons and pads and think they're gross when they're not even used. They're just, like, in a spot, and it's like, Yeah, no. I don't, that's, I mean, I, and I think of like my older boys and, you know, they would see them, they're in my house, they're in the bathrooms or whatever. And they've even come into the bathroom when I'm in the bathroom and be like, oh, what's that? You know, it happens. Right. Of course. It happens. And I was never, oh my God, get out. I would just be like, oh, I have my period. And this is what, this is what happens. And that's it. We kind of mention it, kind of gloss over it and move along. And that's how we've always handled stuff like that in my house because I'm not going to make it taboo. I'm not going to freak them out. I'm not going to scare them. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to be like, oh, this is what happens. We talk about, you know, like Hayden being in my belly. We were talking about this morning and stuff. We've talked about how it hurts. I've I've told my kids where babies come out of. Like, they both go, oh, we came out of your stomach because I had to have two C-sections. And I go, yes, but babies come out of a different area too. And they're like, where? And I'm like, the mommy is you know, and they were like, oh my God, I don't, I just don't want to say it because it will give my mom such cringe if I say the word. Vagina? <laughs> yes. I so, have told my children. So I told, I told them and vagina. they were both, and Dan was like, don't you think they're a little young? And I'm like, no, because I like, what is the point of being like a stork brings babies yeah. or like, I didn't say like, this is how the baby got in my belly because right. they don't need to know they that. No. But like, that's where the baby comes out yeah, of. And that's it. And the thing is, again, you're not making it like some big episode and you're not, right. you're not diminishing it either. You're just saying, oh, okay. Yes. This scientifically, is, this, this is, is what, what happens. happens. And then, okay, hey, what do you guys want for dinner? Right. That's it. Right. So if people are losing their shit over a movie. Right. 
I mean, get your crap. It's Disney. It's Pixar. Well, do you know how much adult humor is in every one oh of God, their every, movies? Have you seen Shrek? That's yes, the most I mean, inappropriate movie for children. You know, there's so much humor like that. Yeah. So if you're if you're talking about kids being fresh, it's in every movie right. that I've seen. It's every if movie. You're talking there would about be no periods. Plot. Give me a break. Like. Guess what, you guys? Guess what? Everybody listening to us, you came out of a woman <laughs> yeah. who has or had a her period. period. Yeah, so exactly. So just deal with it. It just yeah. it's part of it's part of life. So, so that was that was very funny. And then I did see a lady be like, "Well, you know, I want to on one of like the Disney fan pages I'm on. As a mother, I want to be the one who has the period conversation with my children. You better hurry up, then. But again, <laughs> I think. But again, I think. Parents are putting too much emphasis on what we notice in the film compared to what kids notice. Like, oh, yeah. I watched the movie and wasn't heads. doing anything on my phone. I was yeah. watching the movie. And there's a character who has diabetes, and I totally missed all of that. Like, this movie's being, like, heralded as a great thing for people with diabetes because it's showing great representation for that. I didn't even notice that she had diabetes. Is it like, the, the girl? No, it's one oh, of her friends. Oh, okay. And and she has she has the little machine mm-hmm. um for insulin. But I was like, well, I clearly that went over my head and I didn't even notice that. So like how many things are going over your kids' heads? Probably all of it. So much of it. And the final thing I have to say is one of my friends from Sensi who lives in Florida, she has been doing great comparisons. Um <clears throat> and she's she's a Christian woman. She says, like, I love Jesus. I'm not trying to say like this is trying to take you away and it's like people are saying like it's anti-christian it's anti this and that and she was like you know you want to compare movies and yes ariel is a great comparison of defiance but like let's compare luca because that just came out last year that kid did whatever he wanted he defied his parents and he was heralded as a great movie and what a great lesson for kids but yet this girl is also 13 doing what she wants to do, but because she's getting her period and she's an Asian woman or one or the other, Asian and a woman, girl, whatever, then you're gonna be like, oh, unacceptable. Can't be any kind of a role model. And that's such such a good point because it's like the same thing. Yeah. Well, people don't, you know, that doesn't fit their narrative, so they're right, not going to accept that. So, but she did go, like, viral with that. As as of the time before we recorded this, I was looking, and she had put up a screenshot, and I think she had, like, a thousand shares on that Good. post. So I was like, this is what needs to get out there. Yeah. Not to, like, stand on a soapbox for this movie, because it's not, like, my favorite movie of all time, but I think we're getting to a point in our society where everything is dissected and everyone on any political side can find a problem with something. Yeah. Guess what? It's just a movie. It's a movie. You know, you let Made your kid for watch or you don't let your kid watch, but it's, and it's just a and movie. And it's set in 2002. So for me, because in 2002 I was 16, I was like, yes, this is basically, yes, I was three years older, but I also didn't get my period till I was in high school. So most yeah. of that stuff I didn't go through till I was older. So... I was like, wow, yes, this is what happens. You are boy crazy. You don't really talk to your parents about things like that. You mostly talk to your friends about it. And you're doing things like that. And it was showing that. She had a Tamagotchi. I thought that was very exciting because I had a Tamagotchi. So it was was very cute. Well, it sounds cute. And I'm definitely going to check it out when I have some free time to... Watch that now that ho- now that regular season hockey is over yes. with, and we go into the springtime. But okay, so I just have two more things. Are you okay. are you set with yours? Or you have yes. another. Okay, I so, do have one more thing, but I'm waiting for oh, yours to okay. add on to it. Sure. So um, there was this just a little brief story about you know with the war that's happening. Mm-hmm. There was there were some moms in Poland who left fully equipped strollers. Um, for other for the Ukrainian moms who would be fleeing at a train station on the border of, yes, you know, I saw of that. Poland. And I have to tell you, it just, like, killed me, yes. like, in a good way. You know, it's just like, see, like, moms are freaking awesome, except maybe if they don't like the red panda and that, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are awesome, and we are just like... Every mom's awesome. I'm, every mom is like awesome. It, you're trying to protect your kids. I'm so, like, I was so excited about this story, because it just really touched me that, wow, mm-hmm. this this is pretty damn amazing. Yes. It's things like that that make me believe that even when things like that happen, where there's, like, some man swinging his dick, because yep. let's be honest, that's what's happening. Yep. Um, or even some lady, if it was, like, a woman dictator situation. Because um, you never know. There could be that sure. one day. Yeah. 
I'm sure. I kind of hope there is that one day just to see what it's like. But not America, though. Not anywhere I live. Just just to see what happens. Um, But every time something like that happens and you think, like, the world is terrible... Things like that happen yeah. more often yes. than the terrible things. And I feel like you... there's so many stories that we didn't get to hear. No, that yeah. the world is good. It's not. It's okay. Like, Speaking it's of that. It's going to be okay. I saw an article today that Benedict Cumberbatch uh, has volunteered his home for Ukrainian refugees because he said he has more than enough things. So him, him, his wife, and his three sons are willing to welcome Ukrainian refugees into their home to live if they need a place to That's flee to. That's pretty amazing. Because he said, it, it was a long article, and it was saying that since they're two and a half hours by airplane to Ukraine, that he can't believe something like this is happening, and he is more than willing to, and more people should step up. And I just thought that that was amazing. And he's right. More people should step right. up. With all the wealth in the world, I feel like there's... Yeah, you know for sure. And ha- does anybody know where Putin is? Like, what's going on with that? I don't know. I think he's. I mean, he's in Russia. He's probably in the Kremlin, like very guarded. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. That nobody has made the attempt, or that we're, we've been told to hunt, right. to get him. To find I, him. I feel like some <clears throat> things have happened because look how many attempts there have been on the Ukrainian president. Yeah. that we find out about. I feel like right. there's so many more that we never do, and just like with our presidents, there's yeah. so many that we will never know about. But thank God that the Secret Service and other securities for world leaders are good yeah. to help, like not have that yes. happen. And we got to see a little bit of that when. President yes. Biden visited our job area. Yeah, last year it's pretty darn cool to see that up front yes. in person. That was very cool. All the training that goes into protecting the president. That was some cool stuff. And so for me, lastly, we, I just wanted to check in with Pete Davidson. Yeah, okay. Because you know, I love Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. So he and Kanye right now are engaged in like a media battle. Yes, but I've it's seen really this. it's not it's not Pete. It's, right. I'm sorry, but Kanye. No, Kanye West Kanye. is insane. He's going after everybody. I issues. saw an article today saying that he's going after DL Hughley because DL Hughley said that he was like stalking and harassing Kim Kardashian. So oh now he God. said he's gonna go after him. Like you go are away. a nuts person. He's a stalker. And see, this is what terrifies me because like as a woman who has not that I've ever ever been in like a domestic violence situation like this where it's like could escalate to that yeah but i have been like sexually assaulted those things have happened in my life and i just feel like this is why people who are victims don't go forward in a regular relationship if a woman like kim kardashian who has all the money resources lawyers law everything on On her her side, side And this is actively happening in front of everyone, and people are laughing about it. And I'm not a Kim Kardashian fan by any means. Like, great, great job setting yourself up for life. But I resent what she said about working women, because fuck you, basically. But if that can happen to her with all of these resources... What is a regular person supposed to do? Right. And I think this, that should be the news story here. Not that, like, he's insane and isn't it so funny? Because that's all that's happening. And I feel like that's the part where social media ruins the world. For Oh, God. That's for sure. Because everybody's just laughing about how funny is Kanye West with all his stupidity. But it's like, he's openly threatening violence yeah. against people. Yep. He has the video cutting off Pete Davidson's head and skinning him alive and then burying him. That's one of his music videos. Yeah. Yeah. And people are laughing about it. There are people who are like, uh, this is like concerning. But most of normal America is like, ha ha ha. And see, the thing is, I don't, I don't think he's funny, and I don't think it, I don't it's, think it's funny, funny either. I think he's seriously mentally ill oh, and needs yes. help. Right, and you normal know? people and do, but there's so many people. Anybody in, get him help? Because there's so many people in America who think it's a joke or it's part of his performance art, and that's fine until it's not. Right, and then what happens? Well, and also if he has any kind of rabid fans, which yeah, he, I'm sure he does. He does. Then we all know that people can you right. know do some crazy shit to stars, celebrities, well, right. or whatever, or even think they're avenging his yeah. name or whatever, and they could cause harm to Pete Davidson or his family, or because he's pretty open about right. where he lives and all that, or Kim Kardashian, or, right. or really their shitty. children. Like, he yeah. shares children with her, and he still gets to see them and be a part of their lives, and they have... Their oldest kids are my kids' ages. Yeah. Like, I got married the year they got married. We had kids around the same time. 
I'm sorry, but my eight-year-old would know if crazy things like this sure. were happening, especially living that life. Like, she has to have social media. She has to be some sort of influencer, even at eight, and know, hey, my dad is doing all this crazy crap. Yeah, I guess she is on TikTok, mm-hmm. and Kanye doesn't like it. Right. So it's weird, but I happen to agree with him on one thing. Right. That I don't think an eight-year-old should have I don't have think she should be on TikTok either, but I think that's an outlet for her to see backhandedly, like, hey, look at all the stuff your dad's doing, because yeah. there's no way the algorithm isn't going to suggest Kanye West videos oh, to yeah. Kanye West's sure. child. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it sure is. That's pretty crazy. But. So... So they have been, you know, in their relationship and Kanye's like totally, I don't know, going after him, which, you know, and he's been pretty quiet. And so he he finally said, like, We're, I'm done being quiet with you. But he did make the attempt to meet with him in private. Yeah, I read that article and yesterday. I guess Kanye's like totally just ignoring it or whatever. Right. And then he, he, Pete Davidson said that he had for six months told like SNL I don't want you making Kanye the butt of any jokes I don't right. want you writing any skits about it like he was protecting him even right. though he was being maligned by this jerk right and now he said like I'm done I'm done being nice to you you don't even know how nice I've been to you but I'm done doing right, it exactly so. I mean he's going off the deep end that's usually yes. SNL's like easy pickings if somebody's having like a mental breakdown to go off of that and he's just been having this for years yeah so it's like okay yeah he needs to get help though you know yeah well and i saw pete davidson's text conversation because it got shared shared on twitter by one of his friends and that friend is now being sought after by kanye of course that's what i'm talking about so this guy shares it kanye's like oh i need to find him and guess what I hope nothing happens to right, this person exactly. because of Kanye. But I saw the conversation where he was like, let's talk and come to my hotel room and I'll meet you man yes. to man. Which Quiet, I would private. never do because he seems unhinged. Yeah, so I would never meet him on a one-on-one basis. No. And he's like, oh, come to Sunday service, which is his concert, basically. And he was like, I'm not doing this publicly because this isn't about publicity. But I feel like Kanye West is having a mental breakdown, but also everything he does is for publicity. Sure so I think the line is just blurred for him of like what's real and what's like acting but then it's also like okay well when does that break and when does it become like actually dangerous it's co- it's coming soon it's gonna I think happen it's, i think it's, it's going soon. to happen and i can't bring myself i used to love kanye west when i was younger like when through the wire came out i loved that song and in high school and college i loved all his music um, but I just can't bring myself to watch the Netflix documentary about him because people who have watched it are like, you can see that he's such a genius, but he's also so unhinged, like even then. Yeah. And I guess it's like a three part series. I don't know if all the parts are out yet or not. Cause again, it plays the thing and I'm like, I really, part of me yeah. really wants to watch it, right. but part of me doesn't want to support, support this. That. Yeah, no, I, I won't be supporting that, but I. Although I am interested, I'm always interested in everybody's backstory, but I yeah. believe that I had I had seen something about him years and years and years ago about like when he had gotten his jaw mm-hmm. wired shut and all that stuff. So I yeah. know I knew a little bit of his background, but I think that I don't know if he's really just mentally ill and he's always been mentally ill or if he is he's because of his celebrity, because right. of having people around him who just, you know, are trying to maybe right get something from him all the time or won't tell him well, what he should he, be told no. I don't know what is really going on, but I know it's not a, good. A big part of it is when his mom died. Because sure. she got she had was having like cosmetic surgery yeah. and died and he right. blames the doctor and everything and rightfully so, but I think that like snapped what little he was holding on yeah. to to like keep himself grounded. Sure. He was just like, I can go all out now and do, do whatever, whatever I, want. I want. And it's scary. Like it's entertaining on one hand to be like, Oh look, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian and Kanye West is like crazy. Yeah. But then it's like, but Kanye West is crazy. Like, yeah. He's not yeah. like, it's not just like a funny Twitter feud. Yeah. It's like, you feel like something's going to happen. Yeah. And again, it's it's like the this is like the Russia Ukraine thing. This has always been bubbling up, and then it happened. Right? It's like, and we just all watched it happen. Yeah. This is bubbling up, and we're all just watching it happen. And even though you know, let's let's not forget though that they were broken up. Right. They, she had left. Right. Before she started seeing him. Right. 
So stop blaming the new guy. You know, oh, that's right. like so exactly. absurd. It's so ridiculous to blame the new guy. It's, it's your own actions. And because... that's the thing. It's easier for him to blame this guy and go right. hard for him instead of like look in the mirror and be like, shit, what did I do? Well, and I think he had mixed signals because he had the release party for his new album and she came and was like part of it. But in no way was that her being like, oh, we're back together. Right. And in his mind, he's like, we're getting back together. And she was still proceeding with the divorce even before he came on the scene. I think she was just trying to be like, oh, look, my sister is not with her, the father of her children, because I don't think Chloe and Scott were ever married. Or no, Courtney and Scott were ever married. Yeah. And she's like, and they get along, so yeah. I could have that same parenting relationship. For the sake of the kids. You kid, cannot, yeah. though. No. She can't. It's obvious. It's not going to happen. That's never going to. Yeah, I actually have sketchy. a Pete Davidson story also. <gasps> okay. So my aunt texted me this today, So then I and I was like, what? That seems ridiculous. So then I Googled it, and it's true. So Pete Davidson, at the end of this month, will be flying on Jeff Bezos' space yes. rocket. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming he's an invited guest, because every article had to go out of its way to decree that he was going, but five paying guests were also going. So he must be going for free because sure. he's famous. Yep. Um, the ride is only 10 minutes. Why would you want to? I don't know. <laughs> and um, I wrote, and here's where you know he's made it, but why does the rocket have to be a giant penis? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, is, that is problematic. And, like, what is with all the billionaires? Because in the attached story, when I Googled this today, it was like, th- and I could not bring myself to click into it, it's like, this young billionaire <laughs> is going to go deeper into space than any other billionaire before him. And it's like, why is this what they're doing with their time? Again, we have a world that you could spend money on and take yeah. care of yes. why are you concerned about going to space because there is a space race and they well, want to be involved because, and because they have more money than they know what to do with sure. so they're Literally. like let's be the first person to go to space so they don't know what to do with it <laughs> so this is what they're finding oh yeah that sounds like a great idea yeah no take care of things on earth i don't know right. And again, if I was going to have a rocket, I wouldn't make it in the shape of boobs or a vagina. So you could have made it in any other shape that wasn't a giant comical penis. It literally looks like it's Austin Powers. I saw a picture of it in the article and was like, no, that has to be a still from Austin Powers. But it's really the rocket. That's nuts. (laughs) Like, people let you build this and we're just like, this is confidently good. Yeah, that's the thing about when you're super rich, people around you stop telling you no. Right, and like, they're just like, yes. Yes, that's... Congratulations on your... Imagine the unveiling in the... 200-foot penis In the rocket. room, you know, in the conference room, and they... And here it is, and they're all like, oh, yeah. I couldn't be in that it's room because I would have been the person in the corner laughing and oh, got yeah. fired sure. because I laughed at the penis rocket. Or you would have been like, are you serious? Yeah. And Did you right. guys look at that? It probably sure? was a bunch of men being like, yes, <laughs> wonderful. Congratulations let's on your giant penis. Giant erect penis <laughs> up into space. Yes, let's do that. Oh, my God. So I thought that was very funny. And then I was reading the guest list, and it's, like, all CEOs and people who – it's a – all CEOs, and then it's a husband and wife. So one is a CEO, and the other one started, like, a space nonprofit. The wife did. So that's who's going with him. Okay. What are they possibly going to talk about on the rocket? I don't know. So it's 10 minutes? Like, it's a 10-minute – Flight. Flight. So I, I'm sure there's like a extra long like boarding and then waiting boarding procedure. Process. Yeah. Like a plane. I'm sure it's like all around probably like an hour or something. But yes, it's a 10 minute supersonic flight. I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to do that to my brain. I just think about like the fast rides I've been on yeah. in my life. Right. And like how I feel sometimes when I get off a ride. Okay. So we went on Mission Space yes. once. I love Mission Space. One time because I can't. I'll never right. do so it again. So then you couldn't do this. I couldn't do it. But you know, you know what I did? My fatal mistake was that I looked down. Like you're not supposed to take your eyes off of the Little screen. screen. You're never supposed to take your eyes off of that because, because of the motion, right? But oh, that's I weird. I didn't know that. Yes. So like I think I looked down and, I was, and then I was just like and I love to spin. Yeah. I'm I will spin all day long like the teacups. Yeah. Love the teacups. Nobody in my family loves the tea, teacups. <laughs> and I'm one of those I get on it and I will spin that MF yeah. the faster the better. But and this and Mission Space is a spinning ride, but you don't know it's a spinning ride. Right, you, you don't because you think you're just sitting in the seat. Yes. I just hate how claustrophobic it is because the screen comes like right up yeah. against your face, and it's like, okay, I can't move. Hit the button yeah. when it's blinking. Yeah, so it's been many, 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 many years since I've been on the ride, and I don't really ever. Yeah, so you can do go this. Again. But I, I just, so. I just thought I was laughing to myself reading like who was going to be on the ride with him, and I'm like. 
what is he going to talk about? Are they going to be like, oh, what's Kim Kardashian yeah. like? Like, I don't think so. Or like, I like you on SNL. I doubt any of those people watch SNL. So they'll it's probably like, be like, Kanye, huh? Or they'll probably be like, <laughs> who? When they get on. Like, right. who are you? Are you the janitor? Yeah. Like, who are you? <laughs> this guy with all these tattoos. <laughs> oh, and there is, they, there's one article that said he is possibly sporting a new tattoo that says Kim over here on his shoulder. Oh, of course. Like, there's one picture of it, you know, that you can see right. it, and there's another picture you can't. And then also, I just loved his his alleged response where he said, you know, sent him a text, like, with a, with a selfie of him in bed. Yeah. And said, I'm in bed with your wife. Yeah. So he's getting he's getting mad. Yeah. Mr. He's getting King a little Davidson. feisty, and I don't know and if I that's helpful him. for him, though. No, he's poking the bear, but you right. know what? I think he's taken... Months of being shit on by Kanye. Oh so yeah, he's, of course. He's now he's done, and he's gonna yeah he's gonna poke up. He's well, gonna poke him back. The tattoo thing, we all know that that doesn't matter because based yeah. off of the other one where I was the other podcast episode where I was talking about how Machine Gun Kelly, who's Pete Davidson's best friend, and Travis Barker, who's Courtney Kardashian's yes. uh, fiance. Had gotten those tattoos and then they changed the name of their song and they just laughed. It's like, right. what? This is your skin. <laughs> like, why do you not care? Yeah. But I guess their thought is like, Pete Davidson got his tattoo he had with Miley Cyrus move, removed. He'll just get yeah, another tattoo removed if he needs to. Or, or, yeah. So, no big deal. Again, can't imagine that. I have three tattoos and I like all of them and I yeah. would not like get one on a whim just to get one right and i would never get anyone's name tattooed on me no maybe my children oh actually i do have my children's initials on my arm that's what this one is but i would not get like my husband's just because while i do believe we will be married forever i think that's also bad luck and it's like a little curse on your relationship and that's what any tattoo artist will tell you don't ever yeah like anytime they've ever tattooed names they're always going in it like are you sure Especially, like, sure? everyone I know who has, like, the uh, initial mm-hmm. tattooed on their ring finger or, like, the name of the person they're married to usually is getting that removed at some yeah. point in their lives. Trying to cover it up. It's a bad so. idea. No, I would not. Yeah. I have a friend who did that, who got somebody's name tattooed on their wrist against my, like, <laughs> my advice. I was like, I don't think you should. And actually, that was, we were, I went with her to the tattoo artist, and the tattoo artist said... I, you really shouldn't do it, you know, just so you know, like, every time I've done this, somebody comes back for a cover-up or yeah. whatever, just, I don't think it's a good idea. She's like, oh, no, I'll do it. Yeah, it was, like, months later, she went back for a cover-up. Of so, course. And I was like, I couldn't say, told you so. It's just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get a new tattoo, that's great. Well, and that's why when I went to get this one, the guy who did the one on my arm my husband got tattoos done by him as well. And this was, my husband paid for this for me for Christmas. And I had the initials and he's like, um, whose initials are these? And I'm like, oh, my babies. Because yeah. at that point, Camden was only like four months old. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Because I think at first he thought like I was having Dan's initials tattooed right. on me. And I'm like, oh, no. no, no, no. Like it's a quote from the giving tree in a heart. And then my yeah. son's initials are in the middle, and actually both my sons have the same initials, so I only have the one tattoo, but, yeah. like, yeah, I no, would I've not. Got, I've got my boys, you know, all three of their yeah. their first initial tattooed, and I yeah. would get their names right. I would right. totally get their names on me, because right. I gave birth to them, Yes, and I feel like my body has suffered, you know. <laughs> well, and they're not going so anywhere. That, they're, I'm they're still your children. They're mine. They're going to be mine forever. I don't care how old they yeah. are. I don't care how old I am. I would yeah. totally get their names tattooed. And I, like, might, I might do that. Like, as somebody who has a very good relationship with one of my parents <laughs> and doesn't have a good relationship with my other parent, like, he's still my dad at the yeah. end of the day. Yep. Like. I there's nothing I can do to change it. Not that right. I would want to, but there's nothing that I could do to change that no matter what. Where, like, if you're married, like, obviously oh, yeah. my parents aren't married anymore, so thank right. God neither of them had a tattoo for each other. Right. But I think that's a big mistake a lot of people make. That's a huge mistake. I will say, my son did just get his first tattoo, Brendan, and um, it's on his hand. And, you know, I'm okay with it now. I was a little shocking when he first told me. Just as a mom, I'm like, right. oh, what, what? But it's like, he's happy with it, so I'm happy for him. But honestly, if he does start getting a lot of tattoos, I, I hope he gets, like, the mom in the heart you know, with the, with the, on his arm or something. I wouldn't mind somebody in my 
One of my three getting mom. I would. That'd I would hope it was something less cliche than that, maybe. No, I would. I, I. I would be so proud of that. I would be very happy with that. And so. there's probably something classier. I don't. I don't know. He doesn't seem like the type that would get that tattoo. He might. Maybe something like, know. oh, look at this classy mom tattoo yeah. I got. Well, any, I mean, it can be a classy heart. It doesn't have to be the right. one that you're picturing right, right now that I'm picturing right, right. Now, but it could be something Well, when else. you said that, I was like, I can't see that. <laughs> I think it would be funny. That is funny. So, so yeah, it's been a busy water cooler type of it has. few days. Well, and sure. I think with us missing last week, yeah. um, because this was supposed to be last week's episode, but just like schedules, and then I was not feeling well for like a very long time, and obviously I think my voice still sounds a little bit like yeah, you're still nasally. Um, so we just didn't record last week, but we're back on track yeah, now, we and we're very excited to be back. This was a good episode. I think the next episode, because it's so fresh, we'll probably do the true crime episode for um, Richard debate yep. just because the trial is starting in April. So I'd like to have the first episode out Sounds and good. then we'll continue from there. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to send us any uh, headlines for next around the water cooler, you can contact us at coworkers killing time at gmail.com. Yes. You can follow us on Instagram at coworkers killing time and we will have pictures from the episodes we release. So Obviously, today it will just be, like, random current events. But normally, if we have a true crime episode or something like that, we have victims, right. crime scene photos, yes. things like that. And if it's <laughs> and if it's an Urban Legends episode, we have the kooky things that people come up with, <laughs> yeah. like Santa. Santa. Please, everyone, go to that episode <laughs> and look fun. at the Santa yeah. picture, because we'll it's it. too good Santa. not to see. You have to. Um, <laughs> you have to. You can also find us on Facebook at by searching Coworkers Killing Time podcast and you can listen to all of our episodes there as well as seeing our Instagram photos and posts if you don't have Instagram and you can follow us on Patreon at Coworkers Killing Time for bonus content. As always if you are listening to us please subscribe and give us a five star review because it's the best way to spread the word about our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. See you you next time. Bye. Bye.